Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hitchcock. The Next Level Leadership Podcast exists with you in mind. It exists to raise you to your next level of leadership. We've got a great show in store for you today. We're going to be continuing our series on character in the life of a leader. And we're going to be focusing today on servanthood. Having a servant's heart is key in building effective leadership and having a leadership that reflects excellent character. So what is it? What exactly is servanthood? What is a servant's heart? Well, we're going to be talking about that today. So stay tuned. This is an exciting episode you do not want to miss. Well, it is great once again to be with you today, Josh. We are just excited and ready to go. As always, an honor and a privilege. And today we're going to be talking about servanthood and having a servant's heart in the life of a leader. Josh, the honor and privilege is most certainly mine, sir. Thank you for having me once again. Excited to do it. We're just so glad to have you. So on that note, we're going to be talking about servanthood and its importance in the character of a leader. I feel that this is an important topic that isn't talked about a lot, but you know, having a servant's heart is so essential to being an effective leader. If you're going to be a leader with effective character, you've got to have a servant's heart. This isn't a topic that I think is attractive to talk about. This isn't something that, you know, you can go to a room full of people and talk about this topic and people are going to be jumping up and down from the rooftop saying, my goodness, you just shared something profound. But in reality, it is a profound concept. The idea of having a servant's heart in our leadership life. What do you think in regards to having a servant's heart and the importance that it plays in our everyday life, Josh. How important, in your opinion, is it to have a servant's heart if we're going to be an effective leader? You know, Josh, I'm a big believer in taking care of those you're leading and they'll take care of you, but you're also not doing it so that they'll take care of you. It's just a uh, unspoken reward, I guess, that comes along with it. It's part of connecting with those that you're leading, but it really is an honor and a privilege to serve those that you're leading. That's really what leadership is all about, in my opinion, and that is being able to help grow and develop and sharpen the acts of the people that you are formally leading. Absolutely, because if you're not serving those around you and all you're doing is serving yourself, nobody's going to want to follow somebody that serves themselves only. Think about that. Nobody wants to follow somebody that only serves themselves. If your goal, if you wake up every day and say, well, how can I serve myself? If that's that's your goal, if that's how you operate, well, nobody around you is going to want to serve you because you're too busy serving yourself. And even further than that, you're not going to be around you. Because at the end of the day, all of us as human beings, we look for the greater good, right? There is something intrinsic about us that we look bigger than us. We look to make an impact on the world around us. We look to change our world. And if we're not serving those around us, we're not changing our world, then all of a sudden it is a self-centered me-first approach. And if that's the key, then that's going to result in a very, in my opinion, miserable life, a life in which you're not able to lead, a life in which you don't have influence, a life in which meaningful relationships are not formed because you're too busy focused on you, right? But an effective leader, one with high character says, hey, I'm going to serve you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to add value to those around you. You know, I like what one man says, as you make the world of others larger than yours, they're going to in turn make your world larger, right? As you work to make the world of those around you larger, they're going to in turn make your world larger. And, and I profoundly believe that. I think it's true. And I think as leaders, we have to embrace that. And it's like you just said, Josh, it's not about, we don't set out to do it for this, right? I don't set out to serve people from a posture of manipulation that says, hey, I'm going to quote unquote serve them 
just because I know that this law of sowing and reaping and the law of servanthood work and that it's going to come back to me, right? I don't do it for that posture. I do it because I want to change the world around me. I do it because I know that's what makes an effective leader. But on the flip side of that, I still have confidence in the fact that one day others are going to come alongside of me and serve me as I serve them first. Sure, that's the abundance mindset or the abundance principle. Absolutely, which is, by the way, a phenomenal book, The Abundance Mindset. If you haven't read that book that Josh is referring to, I highly suggest you Amazon that or Google that. It'll really, if you haven't read it, change your perspective as to how to look at the world around you. So on that note and on the vein of servanthood, I believe, and I said this a few minutes ago, it is essential that if we're going to influence and change our world around us, that we possess a servant's heart. I like a quote by Maya Angelou that says, you know, people will often forget what you did, but they won't forget how you made them feel. You know, as a servant leader, those we lead are going to remember how we make them feel. When they get around us, do they sense servanthood? Do they sense humility? Or do they sense arrogance? Do they sense entitlement, right? What is it around them that they sense? Because in reality, what they sense and how they react is so important because if you can't influence them towards a desired behavior because they're too busy reacting negatively towards your behavior, then guess what? That All of a sudden, you're not able to lead effectively. And I believe that effective leaders realize that their character is based upon and guided by a servant's heart. I believe that leadership is entirely based on serving. As we influence those around us, we realize that it's up to us to serve those around us, and we lose or choose, however you want to say it, to give up our rights. And I say that in quotation marks. So as leaders, and I want to unpack that for a moment, we choose or lose to give up our rights. We give up our rights. We give up our right to react in a bad way. We give up our right to lose our temper. We give up our right to engage in water cooler talk. We give up our right to push others aside and push them down. We give up our right to operate in manipulation. Why? Because we're the leader. We're the one trying to add value to those around us. We're the one that's looking for an avenue which we can change our world. And we're only going to do that if we come to a place that says, hey, I've got a servant's heart. My rights no longer matter. Your rights are what matters to me. Your well-being matters to me more than my well-being. Your development matters to me more than my development. Your growth matters to me more than my growth. When we develop that mindset and we develop that heart, that's when we're in a position to change our world. In other words... We put what we want on the side, and what those that we lead, what they want, we put that on the platform of focus. Josh, have you ever thought about this idea with leaders and how all of a sudden the platform of those we're leading really is bigger than our platform in this sense? We choose as leaders to shine the spotlight on the platforms of those we are leading. But on the flip side of that, the collective platforms of those we're leading make up our singular platform as a leader, which in turn ends up being a bigger plot than the multiple platforms that we're shining our light on. Of course, and I think it's a great question. I think one way that we can focus the platform on those that we're leading is to exercise a very practical skill, and that is listening. You know, there's a difference between hearing and listening. And if we are listening to those that we're leading and really listening effectively, I then know how to best serve you. I'm receiving information I'm utilizing that information and I'm serving you in the utmost. I totally agree with that. And that's a good point. But, you know, I think every day leaders with a servant's heart wake up with a mindset that says this, who can I serve, right? Each and every day, leaders that are operating in effective character, in other words, they've got a servant's heart. They're waking up every day with the mindset that says, who can I serve today? 
You think about great servant leaders, right? Not just leaders, but leaders that we think of synonymous with service to others, right? You think of Abraham Lincoln, who gave his life for his country, right? To keep us unified. You think about Jesus Christ, another world changer, an excellent leader, right? Who came to serve those around us, right? It's oftentimes the the leaders with the greatest impact, the leaders with the greatest influence are oftentimes those who served others around them. It's those that put the needs of those that were following them ahead of theirs. So servant leaders see the world of those they lead bigger than their own world. Whether it's I'm leading laterally, vertically, or leading up, it is essential to have the attitude that my goals, my dreams, etc., can only be achieved as I put the goals and dreams of others ahead of mine. You know, as we put others ahead of ourselves, we realize that our influence as leaders grow. You know, I believe there's certain ways we can develop a servant's heart. I don't believe this is something we just arrive at like any other principle. I don't think we wake up one day and say, hey, I'm a servant, and then all of a sudden I've got a servant's heart. I think this takes time. There's a process behind it. But I do think that there's choices we can make or decisions we can make to develop a servant's heart. And I think on this note, there's a couple of ways we can choose every day to develop a servant's heart. I think one way we can do that is look for tangible ways to serve those we lead, not just in word, but in action as well. You know, it's one thing to say, I'm here to serve you. I'm rooting for you. I'm supporting you. I'm here to add value to you. It's one thing to say that, but it's another thing to follow that up with action. So for those of you that are in relationships, whether you're dating, whether you're married, you know, it can be very easy to say, I love you. I care for you. But how many of you know that if you don't follow that with action, it means nothing, right? You can say that, but if your actions don't reflect that, it means nothing. You know, when we're leading others and we're serving those around us, we have got to come to a point where we not only just say, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to support you. Your future is more important than my future. I'm putting you ahead of me. Yeah, we can say that all day, but does our actions reflect the statement we're making. It's a powerful question I think we all have to ask ourselves. Are we looking for tangible ways each and every day to serve those around us, right? Are we doing that? Whether it's through a word of encouragement, whether it's through development, right? For those that were leaning below us, so to speak, whether it's through a gift, right? Whether it's through time spent with an individual, some people value time. How can I best serve those around me? How can I best add value to those around me? Well, as a leader, I'm looking for tangible ways to do just that. Another way we can develop a servant's heart is this. Keep the vision in front of you. As you keep your vision to influence others and change the world in front of you, it will keep you accountable to the service of others. I'm going to say that again. Keep the vision in front of you. As you keep your vision to influence others and change your world in front of you, it will keep you accountable to the service of others. So if you're looking to change your world, if you're looking to make a huge impact to those you're leading, if you're looking to leave a legacy far beyond your life, if you're looking to make an impact that when your time comes and you're no longer here on this earth, that people are still talking about you, people still think about you, people still miss you, so to speak. If that's the type of legacy you're looking to leave in your sphere of influence, then you've got to keep your vision in front of you. Because you see, keeping your vision in front of you hold you accountable to it. You then become a servant to your vision. And when you become a servant to your vision, you then become a servant to others because you realize in order to achieve what I'm trying to do, in order to make the impact I'm trying to make, I'm going to need people. And the only way I can have people on my side, the only way I'm going to be able to serve alongside people is if I first decide I'm going to serve them. 
Yeah, and Josh, I think a challenge that we could pose to listeners is to be mindful of serving those around you, actively serving those around you, being able to shift a paradigm, we before I, for those who are formally on a team, whether it be at work, at your home, being able to serve those around you is going to help develop a heart of servanthood, if you will. And if you're not on a team, if you're working individually, not formally on a team, there are people around you that you can serve. You can practice a heart of servanthood. You know, to me, I'm going to think of an athlete, for example, if you're playing sports, specifically team sports, that's the best way or one of the best ways to implement and exercise servanthood every single day. You're working around people who rely on you and you're relying on them and being able to serve them is ultimately going to help grow and develop the team. I absolutely agree. And, you know, one thing I'll kind of put you on the spot here and say this, you know, because you have a very servant's heart. I know this from interacting with you on a daily basis and, you know, whether it was in a professional setting or even a personal setting. You have a servant's heart. You live that. And one thing I love is even how busy you are, right? The department that you lead and you have those that you're leading and and you've got a significant other. You've got four kids between you two. I mean, the schedule can get crazy, right? But, you know, we've talked about recently, you're considering serving at your church. You know, significant others already serving at, at the church. And I love that because that is a picture of a servant's heart because the leader looks for ways to serve, right? Not just in their sphere of influence, in the sense of their formal professional area, right? Oftentimes we think of that as such. But the leader, the true and effective leader, lives a lifestyle of servanthood that says, hey, everywhere I go, how can I add value? How can I serve? And you two made the collective decision that, hey, how can I serve Pastor Jason's vision with what he's trying to accomplish. And this is a way we can do it. And I think that a leader does just that. A leader looks for ways to serve those around them. So on that note, I just want to review very quickly what we talked about today. And that is, as leaders, we've got to have a servant's heart. We've got to develop that. Development takes place over time. It's never at an instant. And as I stated, there are a couple of ways we can develop a servant's heart. One way is to look for tangible ways to serve those we lead. And then number two We want to make sure we keep the vision in front of us, right? The vision of what God's called us to do, where we're wanting to go in life. We want to keep that in front of us as we pursue leadership, as we look to make a difference in the world around us. So on that note, it has been a blast being with you today. I loved and enjoyed talking about this topic with you. I know Josh did as well. It was, Josh, a pleasure to serve alongside you. That's exactly right. Certain intended. Ah, I got you. Leaving on a high note. I got you. Servanthood. Such an important key, ladies and gentlemen. So on that note, I want to leave you with these encouraging words from Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. May we all remember that, that the greatest of all came to serve, and so should we. So until next time, I'm Josh Hitchcock reminding you to keep leading well.